What a do, golf fans. Welcome back to the Turned Off Golf Podcast. This is Liam. Alongside me is Jack. We had a great week in golf. We had 20 of the top golfers in the world this past weekend. Jack, what'd you think of the week? Well, outside of, you know, the glorious Tiger Woods dropping, it was an awesome week. There was a lot of golf to be examined. So if you're looking at, especially when we get back into century, start of the year, this is a lot to examine where everybody's game is. So Victor Hovland, obviously it's not in the United States, so he took the win, um, but there is some awesome golf. The metric does hold true. Resort courses outside of the U.S., Victor Hovland still does well. He won it again. We, I commented on it last week. It was, it, it held true. It, he, do, he just does good on resort courses and when he's not in the U.S. It doesn't make any sense, but I'm going to continue to stick by it until it fails. Uh, there were a few interesting ones on there, though. There were a few guys you liked. You liked Rom and somebody else to win. They both played decently. I mean, Rom finished T8, and he I know he was high up on your board. Uh, maybe Xander was the other one. Yeah, my uh, winner's picks, um, if you just want to jump into it, yeah, um, were Tommy Fleetwood, who had the worst weekend I've ever seen in my life, and then yeah. Billy Horschel. So both those guys – kind of a disappointing week considering it was only 20 guys one was 13th and one was 20th so about as bad as you can get it's tough it's tough to see yeah i uh i was a little proud of it i was high on colin moore collar last week and that was definitely an under the radar pick um he was fairly low rated at all things considered i think he was bottom half so i was i was a lot more heavy on him than most of the people in the world uh, him finishing sixth place, very happy with that. The other guy that played well who was lower on the board was Cam Young. Um, he was very boom-bust in my opinion. So the fact that he played as well as he did and really kind of carried a lot of lineups. Um, if you did not have Cam Young in your uh, if you did not have Cam Young in your DFS lineup, you definitely had a harder time making money. Uh, that's for sure. And then you just had to have the right mix of guys at the top. So yeah, with 20 guys, DFS is really hard because you kind of have to have a guy either winning or second place. Yep. Otherwise, you're just scrapped. Yeah, it, uh, it it definitely makes it interesting, that's for sure. Um, it was just one of those things that it, it, it managed it managed to wind out in, the, in, in an interesting way. Again, I was high on Hovland. I was high on Morikawa. And who else was I high on? I was high on a little bit on Homa. And he Tom Kim. Oh, yeah, I did like Tom Kim. Really, though, I'd say those three, less about Homa, but Tom Kim, Hovland, and Morikawa. And all things considered, they all got top 10. Wow. Well, that's, yeah, they finished top 50, <laughs> so I guess passing grade. So really quickly, both of our DraftKings did win because we did have Victor Hovland in it. Yep. And really quickly, both of our fan duels lost because we did not have Victor Hovland in it. So like you said, if you don't have the winner, we are scrapping. We are just under the threshold to win, um, but close enough doesn't win it for money bets so um then we'll jump into bets and two winning weeks i did it everybody i won money again on bets oh it's nice to be back it's been like a month but we're here all right we, we found it i made money back so real quick my bets sung jm top 10 was minus 140 that was a win we got 0.72 units it's like 0.7193 so i rounded up so don't come at me um, Sung JM beating Tom Kim and Corey Connors. The world doubted me. That was a hit plus 110. So 1.1 units there. Xander top 10 at minus 200. That was just a bankroll builder. Let's be honest at half a unit there. And then Rambo top five. That was an L 
And then Tommy Fleetwood top 10 was an L. I should have been penalized more than a unit for a dead last place, but luckily it doesn't work that way. So 0.32 units up on the week, 18.42 overall. Tommy Fleetwood was top 20. And even then he was barely. So that was a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go back for two seconds. On DraftKings, I had Victor Hovland. It's the only reason I won money. On FanDuel, I had Tommy Fleetwood. That's the main reason I lost money, just to go on to those two real fast. Um, for my bets, uh, I first one I had that was a winner was Colin Morikawa, top 10. That was minus 105. That was a nice win. I had Victor Hovland, top 10, at minus 145. Uh, little did I know I, I could have done winner or top five, the more you know. But, again, I liked him last week, and I thought that number was good. Um, Tony Finau, top five at plus 140. Uh, that was a little bit more of my closer one. And again, he was still close to, to getting that top five, but I unfortunately was the L. Uh, I gained 0.65 units. I am now at uh, minus 6.85. So slowly crawling my way back to zero and then to the positives. However, I do have great news for you because I know at Century you're going to turn it around. Will Zalatoris has been officially cleared to make his debut of the year at this tournament. Let's go, Willie Z. I can hop back on the bandwagon. Make the money back again. Um, So, yeah, so you guys already know my winners, Tommy and Billy Horschel, were just horrendous. Um, I know you had Matt Fitzpatrick, who was 13th, and Colin Morikawa, which was 6th. Any other week, those are two remarkable numbers where we celebrate. They're fine. Middling. I mean, nothing nothing crazy. But, again, 20 guys, it's it's a weird week. It's a complete crapshoot on who you had um so it just didn't didn't end up working out you did good though on wildcard picks right yeah i split my bets here so in a field like this you had a couple of chances so it was either john rom matt fitzpatrick or victor hovland to win at plus 210 obviously hovland won so uh you know i sprint I, actually it's funny enough i put the majority of my money outside of what we're doing here on the wildcard bets because i figured one of those guys had to win yep so plus 210 was a winner and then the other one I had was Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, or Xander to win at plus 220. So Scotty finished in second. So I would have won either way. So I think Xander was third too. So any, or no, Young was Cam third. Young. And then Xander was fourth. And so JT you, was fifth. So I just kept JT going was down fifth. The line. So you were all around there as long as it wasn't Cam Young. Uh, for my wildcard picks, I had both Sung JM and Max Homa. Uh, they were two separate ones, but I had them both going top five. Uh, Sungjae at plus 260, Homa at plus 320. They both didn't play spectacularly last week, so that was two L's, but those were fine. Those were just two sprinkles I was okay missing out on. Yeah, 100%. So, obviously, Tiger Woods wasn't playing, so I know the viewership dropped a ton. Still awesome golf in the Bahamas. Get ready for the swing of things. I know we have a gimmick week here with the QBE in the match, um, and then I think the next big event is Century. I'm not sure if there's anything in between now and january i'm honestly out of my element here i haven't i haven't uh, seen any i know they always take a week off for the holidays um and i think specifically with this year there there's a week or two that's going to be a little bit of a gap so just keep an eye out again usually yeah. we post these on tuesdays uh this will probably come out wednesday morning i apologize for that we've had some technical difficulties on the uh no there's no technical difficulties let me be honest my partner my girlfriend had her birthday so that trumps everything yeah, we, we kind of got the technical difficulties were that we got kicked to another day because uh, he was not allowed to have internet access. Not yesterday. voluntarily. Anyway, um, QBE <laughs> shootout December 9th through 11th and the next tournament is the Century Tournament of Champions. I'm sure there's a DP World Tour event where 
us golfers fans will watch. Um, but yeah, everything's really good. Are you ready to jump into this week at the QBE and then on to the match? Which one do you want to do first? I guess Let, let's go QBE. There's so much more to talk about. Okay. All right. We'll start with the QBE shootout. Um, it's a par 72 totaling 7,380 yards. Uh, the QBE is going to be in Naples, Florida at the uh, Tiburon Golf Club. There was no FedEx uh, points that, that are going to this event. So that is probably why it is less well-known uh, just because not everybody is going to be talking about it because there are no points going towards for the end of the, towards the end of the year. Um, this is a, this is three different formats. Um, again, this is, this is duos that we're working with here. Three different formats. So Friday is going to be a scramble. Saturday is going to be a modified alternate shot. And Sunday is going to be a four ball. Um, for the first time ever in this tournament, there are two mixed teams, uh, which I think is just great in terms of inclusion. I mean, it's about time they did it. And then next year, they're actually going to do all 12 teams um, being mixed. Uh, but for this year, they have Nelly Corda and Danny McCarthy and Lexi Thompson and Maverick McNeely. Those are those are the two that are pairing up. Pretty gangster names right there. If you're going to pick two names, arguably, I mean, you could argue Lydia Co should probably be in here. Um, a bunch of other names, but if you're talking about name recognition for growing the game, Lexi Thompson, obviously future Hall of Famer, first ballot, and Nelly Corda, who is arguably has the greatest swing in the game of golf today. Two good names there. I kind of wish they got better guys to pair with them. Like I, I think that, that like Nelly Corda and Rom or somebody like that, or like Lexi Thompson and Cantlay, like that would be. I think that would bring some attention to it personally. Not nothing against Next year. Dan, nothing against Danny McCarthy, Maverick Neely. But, like, I think that it would have been some real firepower if they would have put some absolute tanks, like top 10 guys in the in the world next to these LPGA players. Yeah, so one thing to know, especially if you're going to watch Nelly Corda and Lexi Thompson, um, they do have a host of the gold course there. They played the CMA Group Tour Championship there, and it was just there a couple weeks ago, I think three or four weeks ago. So they play this course a ton. It's still at about 7,300 yards. I'm not sure if they'll play a shorter course or if they'll play the same distance as the tour pros. I'm not familiar with that, um, but just know they were extremely familiar with that one. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you have the, the list of the 12 guys in front of you, or do you want me to read Yeah, the off? 12 teams? Yeah, so yeah. I'll start um, from Charlie Hoffman and Ryan Palmer, Corey Connors and K.H. Lee, like you said, Maverick McNeely and Lexi Thompson, Nelly Corda and Denny McCarthy, Trey Mullinax and Scott Stallings, Max Homa and Kevin Kistner, Keith Mitchell and JJ Spawn, Tom Hoagie and Sahith Thagala, Steve Stricker and Cameron Young, Brian Harmon and Sepp Straka, Jason Day and Billy Horschel, and then Harris English and Matt Kuchar. There you go. Uh, I, I guess the question is, is do, do we both agree that Jason Day and Billy Horschel are probably the class of this field? They're going to no. be the... Uh, no. I think they'll be the fan favorites. That's the team that I'm cheering for. I think Harris English and Matt Kuchar are the team to beat. Okay. Well, I, well, I think Day and Horschel, though, are the betting favorites. So that surprises me. Okay. You like English and Kuchar. All right. I'm all I mean, they won three times yeah. and they've been runner up twice in six appearances. Yeah. They're definitely, uh, they're definitely dangerous. That's for sure. I'm all right. So I have three different teams I'm, I'm high on. So I'm going to start off with Jason Day and Billy Horschel. So this event is in Naples, Florida. 
And if you're oblivious, uh, Billy Horschel went to the University of Florida. He has some very strange fascination with Florida where he automatically plays better in that state. Don't ask me why. He just plays really, really well here. Uh, Jason Day has had four top 21 finishes this fall swing. So he's in peak form. And he's won here. And he's won here. So it's just two guys that are very much on the top of their game. Um, the second grouping I will talk about is Max Homa and Kevin Kisner. Yeah, this event is going to come down to putting, and Homa showed in the President's Cup uh, that he can be a clutch putter when necessary. And if you pair that with the match play maestro in Kevin Kisner, who is also an excellent putter, it's it's just in my mind so a, a team that can very easily be a top five, I think, more than anything. Yeah, Kevin Kisner showed a lot last weekend with his six over and Max Homa with his four over. <laughs> Not to rain on your parade, but wow, that was a shot in the that was a shocker of a team you picked. Homa Homa and Kisner? Shocker. Give me match play on Kisner all day. And I think Homa's gonna turn it around. It was his first week back. All right, we go in gentlemen's bet on Harris English and Matt Kucher and Homa and uh, Kisner. Whoa, sure. whoa, I I'll, thought you were confident. Before. I'll do a gentleman's bet on that one. I, I like Homa and Kisner for top five out of the 12 teams. Not not for winning. I think Kucher and English could also. This is eat. just a gentleman's bet. But, yeah, I'll uh, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. We'll do a gentleman's, gentleman's bet on Homa, Kisner, and then English and Kucher. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, the third team I'll mention, I'm I'm less highly on this team as opposed to the others. Uh, Cameron Young and Steve Stricker. Uh, this duo is just dangerous in the sense that Cam Young has all the length off the tee, and then you got the putting and the irons of Steve. Uh, could push him over the top, specifically on the scramble and the alternate shot. When you have to do the four ball and they could both kind of be weary, I think it's where it gets a little bit more iffy. Uh, keep an eye out for the old guy, Steve-O. He hasn't played on the PGA Tour since the John Deere Classic in 2021, so he doesn't have the most uh, refreshed play on the tour, that's for sure. I guess is maybe just the best way to describe him, uh, but he's he's been playing a lot on the Champions Tour. Yeah, so let's just talk about Steve Stricker really quickly because last year he wasn't able to play with that illness. He's been playing really bad his last two events, both wins, um, so he's definitely not coming in hot here. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a great team, especially Cam Young second here, or excuse me, third last week. So yep. really good one there. And if you're wondering why we're not doing DFS, there is no DFS. So yep. we're going through, it's a lot more betting this week, which is awesome for me. Um, so I like Harris English, Matt Kuchar, J-Day, Billy Ho. I think Tom Hoagie and Sahih Thagala are going to be an amazing duo to watch. I think they're going to be awesome. Um, it's pretty easy to envision that they're going to be good. I mean, Sahith is a fan favorite and Sepp Straka, if he plays hot, they're going to win. If they don't play hot, they will be competing against the worst of the worst. So it's just kind of up to him. Hoagie and Thagala scare me because they are the boom bust team. In my opinion, they, they have the ability if they're both clicking to easily run away with this and lap uh, it and lap it. But if they're both off, which we have seen they are sometimes all they're human. They are human. They they do miss about half the time. Uh, they could easily finish like eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh place, potentially twelfth. Um, it's a very real possibility. I think they're the most like radioactive of that top group. Yeah, and I think one more team that I'm watching for that I think is an extreme dark horse is Trey Molinax and Scott Stallings. 
they're playing genuinely good golf. I'm not saying they're going out there and winning three tournaments, but they're playing solid golf. And in a format like this, you don't need to be playing your A plus 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 golf and beat a hundred guys. You just got to beat 11 teams. So definitely one to be out there and look out for. Yeah. Scott Stallings was always, is, is kind of a DFS darling for me. I love to throw in as many DFS lineups as I can. Uh, it's more so Molinex that, that gives me a little bit more nerves, but it, it, it's a good team. And considering they have the fourth lowest odds in the tournament, they are definitely worth a, uh, worth a look, especially if you want to go bet them top five. Could be a sprinkle. Could be a sprinkle. Um, could be. The only team I am not even paying any mind to, I'm paying attention to every other team, is Charlie Hoffman and Ryan Palmer. Same. It Same. doesn't make sense to me. Yep. It doesn't make sense. I know Ryan Palmer will have a magical 62 and catapult him to like 29th place in some events, but they haven't made noise on the PGA Tour. Like, there's been nothing that I've been like, oh my gosh, Charlie Hoffman has the six iron of a Jesus Christ himself, like he did a couple of years ago. Like, there's nothing that's shocked me, minus Ryan Palmer's occasional like 10 under. Yeah, I mean Charlie Hoffman and Ryan Palmer. I feel like the P- the PGA or, or or whoever decided that they were going to come up with these specific pairings uh, could have sat there and and potentially approached it another way. Like even if you would have taken two guys on the Champions Tour, like like a Padraig Harrington and I don't know, pick another guy you like. I just think of Padraig because he's because he's really good on them. Are you Champions saying international or no? Just like like over fifty. Over 50, well, I would have liked to see Phil Mickelson. Well, yes. Um, The the point being is two guys that predominantly play in the Champions Tour, I think could have filled this spot, especially if they were like the top two guys on the Champions Tour right now. Yeah, that's definitely fair. I mean, there's a bunch of guys. If you ever watch the Champions Tour, their roster is actually becoming loaded and loaded. I would have loved to see Vijay Singh. That guy can still hit it like 350. Well, you could do it like that then. Vijay Singh and Padraig Harrington. I mean, you're telling me that group doesn't pull the same amount of attention as, as Charlie Hoffman and Ryan Palmer. You know they're winning now. Well, they might, and if they win, that's great. But they're going to be the most snooze fest winners of the of the entire tournament, in my personal opinion. Like even even if in that group you wanted to do two female golfers, you talked about Lydia Ko. What if you took Lydia Ko and another person that was good on the LPGA, and you made a and made a double double woman pairing? It it would have garnered more attention, in my opinion. Yeah. They might not have won, and they might may have played just as poorly, but like it, it yeah. would have been more of a storyline. I don't know because. You know, you watch the Solheim Cup and whatnot. They have the same intensity as the Ryder Cup, President's Cup, whatnot. It is awesome. You know, Nelly Corda, number two in the Rolex rankings. Um, you know, Lydia Ko, obviously. I, I think she just lost her status in the top one in the world. I can't remember offhand. I don't stare much at the rankings in that. I more just watch for enjoyment. If you have not watched LPGA Tour Golf, you are an idiot. If you are an amateur golfer and you can't break 100, stop watching the PGA Tour. Go watch the LPGA tour because those are the swings you need to copy hundred percent. It's so technical. It's so good. Um, there obviously are swings that I would not recommend copying, um, but that's the way to go. If you're looking to improve honestly, and it's just as enjoyable. We talked when they played at um, Chambers Bay in Washington. Oh my goodness. Were they playing at just incredible golf? I think that was the the college national championship. So definitely enjoyable unless you're, you know, a degenerate like me and you're watching high school women's golf at some, you know, probably didn't sound right. Uh, yeah. You're, you'd watch a lot of college women's golf. That's for sure. 
Uh, all right. Do you want to get into bets, winners, and wild picks, but just stick with the uh, the shootout? Don't get into your match yeah. play? Or do you want to get into match play and then do it all at once? No, let's just start with the QB because I think we have a lot to talk about with the match as well. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll start then with just, uh, again, I'm sticking with three bets, but one of mine is going to be for the match. Uh, my two bets are Max Homa and Kevin Kisner for top five at minus 125. And then my second bet is Brian Harmon and Seb Straka over Harris English and Kucher at plus 100. It is a ballsy pick, but I am I am high on Harmon and Seb Straka. I will not comment on that, but, you know, <laughs> just kidding. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I have the same kind of a thing. I have four bets for the QBE, and then I have a final bet for the match. So first one is Jason Day and Billy Horschel, top five, minus 140. They're the favorite. They should crack um, top five. I'm trying to make some bankroll builder before we really get in the season when I start just pumping money out there relentlessly. Um, Tom Hoagie and Thigala, top five, minus 135. I think, like we talked about, super good value there for top five if they play what they're supposed to. Then Harris English and Matt Kuchar, top five, minus 110. I think that's the way to go. Um, and then my tournament matchup is Trey Mullinax in Scott Stallings over Charlie Hoffman and Ryan Palmer. And that's minus 150. So um, those are mine for the QBE. I take it or leave it. All right. And you want to do a winner's pick or do you want to do your wild picks? Yeah, let's go. Since we hit wild card, let's just hit wild card. So um, mine are both for the QBE shootout. One is just a hole in one. Um, that's plus 450. I mean, there's only 24 chances out there, but who knows? Have fun with it. Um, and then playoff at plus 400. So we picked a plus 400, which means it's bound to hit. All right. Well, I, uh, I, I've got two picks here. I've got Jason Day and Billy Horschel as the winner at plus 500. I think it, I understand they're favorites, but they're favorites for a reason. So I'm okay throwing them in as a winner at that price. And then my second one is, uh, Tom Hoagie and Thigala or Brian Harmon and Seb Straka to win at plus 260. Um, that kind of just covers my basis, in my opinion, of probably three of the top five teams that I like. Stealing my method. Yeah, so I figure it, it worked for Jack last week. You know, I could do a little bit of the same on my end this week. That way it gives me a few different options to win and add some nice numbers, too. Hey, cover your bases. It, it, it works, especially if you're just looking at bankroll builds for the big seasons, because like I said, and I'll mention this again because it's a big, whatever unit I am up going into the Masters will be trapped. <laughs> I don't give, I'm up 40 units, will be 40 bets. Yeah, I could. I, the sad part is I could see it, everyone. I, I will keep an eye on, on Jack that week to make sure that he doesn't lose all his money on the Masters week. Oh, like, uh, oh, psh, and I'm totally okay with it. Uh, but yeah, so, and then we'll jump into winner's picks. Mine fan favorite, Jason Day and Billy Horschel. Do I think yeah. English and Kucher will win? Yes, but Jason Day and Billy Horschel, like you talk about Florida and Jason Day's one here, they get it hot, it's over. Yeah, again, I have them as a, as a winner's pick, so I was a little less high on, on throwing Jay Day and and Billy in as, as winners per se, uh, but I did like them as, as the wild pick. Uh, but for my winner's picks, I'm taking Cam Young and Steve Stricker. Uh, I'm going for that young and old combo. I'm hoping that, that Cam Young hits 400-yard bombs off the tee and then Steve Stricker makes every putt known to man. That's that's kind of the goal I'm going for on my winner's pick. Awesome. So any final thoughts before the QBE until we jump into the match? No, I'm uh, I'm ready. This is going to be a really fun match. So. Yeah. 
and I will just say preface, uh, it is official. Phil Mickelson will no longer be involved with the match. I'm not sure if that was due to his involvement with Liv. I'm not sure if there were other things around it. I just know that it has became official that he will no longer be part of it. Okay, getting into the match. The match is going to be Saturday at 6 o'clock Eastern. It's going to be 12 holes. It's going to be Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy versus Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. Uh, There are a lot of questions in terms of, you know, is Tiger going to be 100%? There's lots of talks on last week because he was at Hero on how he's going to do there. Uh, lots of discussions on how he's been doing a lot more putting because he hasn't been able to swing and then he got the plantar fasciitis. It's going to be a very interesting 12 holes. What are you kind of most looking towards Jack? Well, Tiger Woods will be in a cart. So I know that's going to play a role, but you still have to turn off foot. So I don't know what foot it is. I don't know if it's trail foot or front foot. I genuinely don't know. It's still going to have an impact, but it'll be fun to see Tiger and the world number one, Roy McIlroy against the spring break boys and Justin Thomas <laughs> and Jordan Spieth. The spring break boys. Is that your terminology? Or is that just the terminology? No, this is they, back when golf was popping. Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler. I'm blanking on another name. Uh, Smiley Kaufman. They all went and just did spring break golf and they're all shirtless. Oh, you never gosh. heard about this? I have not, but that oh, is, man. That is, uh... Jeez, what a mess. You are tripping. So what's cool about this um, is it is the sixth edition. The match has raised, oh, sorry, in the last six, they've raised $33 million for charity and donated more than 27 million meals to Feeding for America or Feeding America. All proceeds from this edition will be donated towards the Hurricane Ian Relief which hit Florida Gulf Coast last month. Yeah, it's it's it works out well because it's golf and it's what people want to see, but it also does a little bit of a good cause as well on the back end. So it's kind of the best of the both worlds. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I, I think it's important to know too, I am very happy that they didn't do a celebrity edition this time. I got tired of it. So, so I guess my I was going to bring this up here in a little bit, but my question would be is, if, if it were up to you, how would you want to do the match each time? Because I heard, uh, was it Rick Gaiman, who also is all over Twitter and everything else? He was talking about doing like King of the Hill style. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about there. So King of the Hill would be where whoever wins the previous edition of the match is referred to as the king. And then three additional golfers would go and try and beat them in basically a, a four man, like any, any other round, it'd be four guys golfing. And it, whoever wins that round would be the new King. And then you could continue to bring new people on each time. Now the challenge would be, is you would have to determine between like professional golfers and celebrities on how you wanted to do all that. But if you did a match twice a year, and you had one match with just professional golfers, and you had one match with celebrities only, and you did King of the Hill styles. I think it could be interesting, especially if you started out with a good one where if you did like, like kind of like this, Tiger, Rory, Justin, you know, Jordan, or like one, like any of the combinations, even Cantley or Xander or John Rahm, any of any of those big guys, if you get a few of them in there, that'd be really great for ratings. Um, and then the celebrity side, I mean, you got what, like Tony Romo, Steph Curry. Don't care. Don't care. I, I love I, Tony I, Romo. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a Warriors fan. I love Steph Curry. But when you're talking about taking up a Saturday afternoon evening, I don't need to watch Steph Curry, Tom Brady shanking into the woods all day. Like 
it, it's 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 an enjoyable concept, but to watch it for two and a half hours, I'm gonna rip my eyeballs out. I know you don't give it. I know you don't care about it. We'll just say that. I'm gonna I'm gonna save the expletive, but I know that you don't care about what's going on with the celebrity side. But that will garner extra views from people that that, that will but just want to watch the bet. You know, they have an event in uh, Idaho or Vegas every single year for this style, and nobody watches it. Nobody. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey won the event, and I think like 800 people watched. I, I would be down to do it twice a year too, and just have professional golfers do it. If that, like, if that's the way they want to do it, then too, that's fine. I'm just thinking about it based on how they've also done this in the past with celebrities. Yeah, I mean, like, if there's a different audience between golfers and non-golfers. As a golfer, I don't want to see Tom Brady shaking it into the woods and then randomly sinking one in the hole that was yeah. awesome but the other 40 shots when he just went dead right i mean it was horrific to watch but now you're talking about tiger woods the greatest golfer of all time the person that's going to bring in the most eyes the yep. number one player in the world and two guys that you know from Ryder cup president's cup majors that are there to bring it it's going to be awesome yeah, it's going to be great. Um, I'm excited to see how it all works. It is going to be a little bit of a best ball, right? I saw best ball was the best ball match play. Yeah, best ball match play. Okay, so that was confirmed. It, it was very weird when I was doing the research because nobody really or better ball match play. I guess it's technically called. Yeah, there was there was not a lot of understanding on exactly what the style and the format would be up until about yesterday. Um, it seemed like it was very unclear exactly how the format was going. But all that means is that they just need one ball on each on each hole. Like they need one golfer on each hole to to play well. That leaves it very up in the air, in my opinion, in terms of who could win. I mean, if you're telling me you had to take both of their scores and then and then and then determine who was going to do better, Tiger would worry me because I'd worry I'd worry about how much of a crutch he would potentially get. If it was a scramble, it'd be different. But having to rely again. He said in his press conference, hey, I was shooting 63s and 64s in Jupiter. Then my foot went out. So if Tiger Woods is saying he's shooting 63s, 64s, I believe it. But I think this is going to be like what was supposed to be last week, an insight into where his game is. I I think, though, since it's 12 holes and all you got to do is be good for that, I think that JT or Rory has the capability to go like 9 or 10 under individually and just – win it for their team i mean no offense to jordan spieth but he can't really putt and, and i think whoever wins this is gonna jordan spieth has not been a good putter recently all right do you want to look at all the putts he missed in the last year he's missed plenty of putts as somebody that also can suck at putting in real life i suck at putting but jordan spieth is missing putts when it counts listen just i just want to <laughs> regain all the viewers that we just lost in that statement right there <laughs> justin thomas and jordan spieth went five and zero at the president's cup um, Roy McIlroy won three tournaments last year. Tiger Woods hasn't played since he missed the cut at the open. I don't know if there's going to be nerves. I don't know if there's going to be competitive juices. I don't know what's going on. Um, it's still going to be an awesome time to watch at the time of this Tuesday. The only betting up is winners, but yep. when the, I think it's either Thursday or Friday, they'll come out. They'll do whole bets. There'll be live bets. There will be, um, if you're on DraftKings, I know last year they had hole by hole or who's going to have closest to the pin bets. 
to look up for those. And I'll definitely be tweeting alongside with some live bets too. Yeah, that'll be the way to do it. So, so I guess my question is, is it sounds like we are on opposite ends of the, of the preference for this one. Uh, it sounds like we got different guys that we, that we think are going to win this grouping. So do, do you want to confirm with me? Yeah. I guess I guess your winner's pick, right? Because I'm assuming they're, they're going to yeah, be added let's just your run winner's it. pick. Winner's pick for me is Jordan Spieth and JT. My okay. heart says to go with Tiger. I understand this is controversial as a self-proclaimed top 1% Tiger fan in the world, but they went 5-0 and against the, in the President's Cup, which is arguably against the best talent and maybe not the best team, but the best talent in the world. I think they're going to have an enjoyable time here, um, and I think they're going to take it. So that's minus 130. So I, my challenge is, is that this is not the president's cup. This is a little bit more oh, like thank you. gimmicky in the sense that it is not um, like the president's cup is like for your country, everything else. This is a lot more of like, Oh yeah. Like 12 holes, hanging out with your buddy, playing with two other guys. How serious are they really going to take it? Um, I also think that again, with the Roy McElroy being the number one in the world, he he could very strongly just carry Tiger Woods to this victory. Um, what a also, it also in the previous six matches, the underdog has won four times. So with that note, I am taking the underdog, Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods as my winner's pick. Uh, they are now plus one hundred five. I got them in a plus one ten. Uh, Cause for whatever reason, people didn't want them. So I will, I will hop on the board. It is what it is. I can't go with tiger and Rory. I get what you're saying about the, what he calls hit and giggle golf or whatnot. I can't get there. Yeah. I think Justin Thomas is going to try and stick it to tiger. It, I, I think Thomas will, but I again, speed speed gives me a little bit of a worry. All right, Jack. So, so I got Rory and tiger. You've got uh, Jordan speed and Justin Thomas. Outside of that, I mean, that covers just about everything. Um, I guess your fifth and final bet then would be uh, Speed and Thomas at minus 130. My third bet would be Rory and Tiger, again, at plus 110, because that was what I got it with. Um, for your winners, you can add in Speed and Thomas. For me, I'm adding in McElroy and Woods. And then both of our wild picks also stay the same. Um, this is going to be a great week in terms of golf. We've got golf for a few days here. We don't have golf on Sunday, which it feels like it's going to be the first time in forever uh, since we haven't had golf on a Sunday. So I guess that just means more football that you guys can watch. Maybe some more betting on the football side if you're not normally a big football better. But uh, outside of that, let's just have a good week. I mean, we're going to see Tiger playing. We're going to keep everything exciting. Yeah, and then, like I said before, with the match, I will be live tweeting all of the live bets I'll be doing. So follow along because we're going to rake in some money. So let's just enjoy it. Then we have a couple week break um, before the century. So just be on the lookout for us. What's the, uh, what's the Twitter handle? Yeah. Turn dog golf pod. Turn dog golf pod. All right. You guys heard it there first. Drop us a follow and then tweet alongside Jack and make sure to, to tell him what you think, but let's go out there. Everyone have a good one. See you next week. Deuces.